Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Let's Level Up podcast. I am the, again, captain of this sinking ship. My name is Rick, and uh, I think this is episode nine or so, and I am very, very excited to have our guest on this week. Um, he was a, a colleague, a, uh, dare I say, a mentor of mine. I mentioned him several times on the podcast before, and recently Arcane Wonders has just announced that he has become the vice president of business development. Uh, Tox Scott Morris, or Scott Tox Morris, however you would say that, um, is here with us today. Say hello, Tox. Hello, Tox. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've been... Um, you, you can... Go ahead. You can weave the name in however you want. It's yeah. <laughs> it's some people are actually thinking that I'm losing the moniker talks, but that's not the case, so which is good. Well, that's good. I, I hate to think that you may uh, you know, be selling out to the little man now that you're one of the big dogs. <laughs> no, 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 not at all, not at all. Well, that's good. I, I mentioned it before on the on our previous podcast, the one we did with Justin DeWitt of Fireside Games, and. Uh, I said, you know, I bring up Tox's name pretty much every podcast just because it seems like every time we do a podcast, you've done something for the channel, either big or small, that's gained us a lot of followers. So um, oh, for that, I thank you. And I've said it before on the podcast, but I definitely want to say it to you here, man. You've um, you've been uh, truly a, a, a light in the darkness when I was getting this thing started and uh, <laughs> gave me a lot of direction, and I appreciate that for sure. Well, that's awesome. That's good to hear. I know we we just you know recently did the uh, our first crit list and we we highlighted you guys on it for uh, you know top three sites you may not know about already. So, I uh, it's been pretty good. We got a lot of feedback from that from everybody. You know, we we highlighted you and um, Tiffany with the one tar and and Chaz with Paradise Paradise and yeah. and everybody saw a good uptick with that, which was really cool. And I mean it. it it was slightly expected that, you know, that would help out, but, uh, you know, it was really more about just highlighting everybody's good work and, and you guys are doing all unique things, you know, from a less level up perspective. I love the fact that you kind of balance it between video games and, and online games and app games and, and board games. And it, it's just, it's fun, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like was, somebody asked me the other day, like, well, what's that less level up guy like? And I said, he's fun. That's what he is. <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty well, that's, cool. So I'm, I'm glad it's helping. That's good. Well, it definitely is. And it's, it's definitely something we strive for is make gaming fun. Uh, there's a lot of people who I think may take our hobby a little too seriously. And at the end of the day, <laughs> we, we play games to have a good time and um, I'll play any game. Uh, when I hear people talk, and he's like, well, "What type of games do you play?" Any game. <laughs> I'll play That's any game right. at least once. I mean, I go back to it, but I'm going to try it, and uh, you know, I'm going to give you uh, what I really like about it. I generally try to stay away from the negatives too, because uh, again, I yeah, put positive energy out there. I feel you get positive energy back from the universe. Agreed. So. Agreed. Um, yeah, it's all about the experience, right? And that's that's uh, that's part of the, the the fun of playing the games. Is you know, there, there's always a bunch of people who are competitive or or maybe even play like professionally competitive, and that's awesome. I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's a great part of the industry. It's a great part of of our game with Mage Wars. But um, yeah, the the most people that that I run in circles with are yeah, we just want to play for the experience. We want to play for the fun. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm definitely um, probably the most competitive casual gamer that there is i really i really enjoy having a good time but once i'm playing against somebody if there's an objective i'm gonna do what i can to win um and yeah. uh, mage wars is definitely one of those games that really brings that out with me i play it all the time with my friends it was our number one game of 2013 um cool and it's currently still my favorite game that uh, as far as tabletop goes man i just I, 
it's just amazing. That's awesome. How, how That's deep, excellent to hear. Yeah. How deep strategic it. it is, it. man. It's great. It is. You know, it's um, it, it kind of brings the best of all the worlds together and and. That's one of the reasons that I, I came to Arcane Wonders and I, I wanted to do this is because it's my favorite game as well. I, I love it. I, I think it is unbelievably strategic, and I, oh, so I love much. the fact yeah. that when when I lose a game of Mage Wars, I know why I lost. Yeah. Like there's there's not many times that I play and lose, and I have to sit there and think, okay, where did I go wrong? I can backtrack the game, even if it's an early move, I can backtrack it in my mind and look at it and go, yep, that's where I screwed up. Because, you know, you have access to everything. And, and you know, if anyone doesn't know who's, who's listening to your podcast, we, we build Mage Wars as the customizable strategy game of dueling mages. And, and the idea is you have two mages enter an arena. Um, it is a uh, three by four zoned arena, <laughs> exactly. And yeah. and you know you use mana to destroy people, um, and you can do it in multiple ways. You've got conjurations you can build inside the arena. You've got enchantments. You've got incantations that are spells. You've got creatures you can summon. There's just all these different things that you can do to people, and it, it's even now still growing, right? I mean, it's really only been in the market for about a year and a half, two years, and it's there's so many opportunities for people to come in and play with their own style. And, and the customizable and the strategy piece of the, the, the tagline are really, like, true to form because from a strategic standpoint, it starts from when you build your spell book. And, again, if anyone doesn't know, you know, you have to – you bring a, a not a deck of cards, but you actually bring a spell book to the table. And you build that spell book based on a certain number of points that your mage can can have in their spell book and a certain type or types of schools that they're trained in. Yeah, which may um, be my favorite mechanic. Trained, it's phenomenal. Like, yeah, like the, the other the day we were playing. Great. It well that and, and I love the fact that like with the schools of magic with the spell book, like you can build stuff that's cheap because you're trained in it mm-hmm. or you can go get something that maybe will blow people away. Like yeah. they won't even think that you would have it in your book because you can use any card. It's just a matter of how many points is it going to cost you um, towards your spell book. And I love that. Like yeah. I, I played a, a warlock this past weekend. I was a force master and I was playing against a warlock. And uh, all, of a, all of a sudden, he drops a wand of healing. Yeah. And I'm like, what the, What are you doing, dude? Yeah. That's like 100 points of your spellbook or something like that. And he goes, no, it's pretty expensive, but I, I didn't think you'd expect it. I'm like, no, I'm not. Wait a minute. This is, wait a minute. You're a warlock. You shouldn't be able to heal anybody. He goes, yeah. hey, man, you didn't plan on it. And I was like, it was so cool, right? And it, and it kind of it actually kind of fit his book, which is pretty amazing, but it was pretty expensive. But you can do those things. No, it's and, great. And yeah, like absolutely. you said. The spell book is so cool because you can just you go get whatever card you want to get. And that's that's the hardest thing I think for new players in our game to kind of wrap their head around is that it's it's not like other games, you know, that you you have a deck of cards and you're drawing from the top and you're hoping the top deck and you're hoping to get the spell you want. You know, if you if you have an opening move that you've yeah. planned with your cards, you can do it as long as you can afford it from a mana perspective. Yeah. And or worse, you have to mulligan down to you get whatever starting combo that you're expecting to get. Which happens exactly. all the time exactly. in magic tournaments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much almost every card-based combat game is like that, right? Mm-hmm. You have to draw from a deck of cards. And, and this is such a unique, different style of how to play. And, and it, it really opens up 
the strategic part of the game because you you strategize about how you want to build the book then you strategize about how you want to you know open up your your first few moves against certain types of opponents and then you have to adjust you know to what your opponents are doing on the the field of battle and it's just it's it's awesome and it, it sounds like a ton right like if there's a new player listening to your podcast right now and they've never heard of this before they're probably their head is spinning going oh my goodness this sounds like way too much stuff and I can't figure it out it's amazingly <laughs> easy to it pick really up and, and logical I taught my my eight-year-old how to play uh, yeah. about two weeks ago that's awesome. uh, we sat down for the first time and taught him how to play and you know he he's only eight so he needed some help with some you know combos and things like that but once he got the idea of you know each of the phases and, you know the upkeep and things like that he understood everything and we were going to town and uh, we we've played I think four games since then um, and he's done fairly well uh, he hasn't won yet and, and it's it, you know you were talking about earlier about competitiveness you know I I'm not the father that just lets him win. I, I, I make him earn it a little bit. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't beat him down. I don't beat him down, but I, I, I make him earn it. So you're, you're not quite uh, Ivan Drago is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't come in and sit down and go, I must break you. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but, Dad, yeah. why? Yeah, no, but I the, get it. You know, the, other, the flip side of all that is the customization piece. And, and that was the other thing that was really cool that, that drew me to Mage Wars was – you know, you, you have that spell book and you can, you know, pick from literally multitudes of spell books that are available in the market right now that either came with expansion sets, the base set, uh, or were extra packs that, that we sold separately or, or still do sell separately. They're really cool. So mm-hmm. they're, they're great artwork. They're things that can really kind of personalize your experience with the mage. Um, we, we just had the, uh, the Necromancer come out and, and one of the spell books that was in the, the Necromancer set, you know, kind of has a, a face on the spell book. Like it's almost like, you know, oh, the book yeah. of the dead and stuff like that. that. And yeah. The, the, the Necromonic. It's really that's cool. exactly what I thought of when I saw it. Um, I just got a copy exactly. of that and it's, man, that one blew me away. It was really, really good. It's pretty cool. It's kind of yeah. creepy looking, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> so. definitely creepy looking for sure. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things I think, uh, you're, you're going to see, you know, part of why I, I came to the Arcane Wonders uh, in terms of business development is looking at how we can expand on the universe of Mage Wars and, and how we can grow uh, the base of players that are already playing and loving it, um, but also how we can bring new players in. And, and I think a lot of people love that customization piece. They love to be able to invest in a game, um, whether they want to invest a lot or whether they want to invest a little, they, they want to also get that personal investment aside from just, you know, the, the physical and the cash investment as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, if they can find a mage that really connects with them, um, you know, and they can, you know, get their own spell book, you know, maybe, you know, down the road in the future, who knows, you know, maybe some custom dice and, you know, things like that. You know, those are things that will really make a great experience for them. So I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I absolutely can't wait for any time I see anything from Mage Wars. I always I'll retweet it. I'll, I'll, I'll share it on Facebook. And, uh, of course, right now we've got the uh, Forged in Fire. I believe that's the next expansion. Is that right? That's the next one. That's right. Yeah, Forged so in Fire. There's a lot of really cool spoilers that are out there now that I know I've shared on Let's Level Up's Facebook page. Um, but you could also yep. follow Mage Wars on Facebook and Twitter um, and see all those cool expansions or, or spoilers that are coming up in the next expansion. Warlord and Warlock yep. are just looking nasty so far. 
Yeah, the new ones are really cool. So, you know, for um, you know, for those who play the game, you know, we had the the Warlord versus Force Master expansion uh previously and in the base set there was a warlock and now now we're going to have two new ones. We're going to have an alternate warlord who is a, a dwarf. Um he's an oh, Amble Throne uh <laughs> yeah, he's an Amble Throne dwarf warlo- warlord uh and then we have a female warlock. Um, who I think is one of the greatest pieces of art we've got in the game. I mean, her character just looks so brooding and menacing and dangerous looking. It just it looks really, really good. Uh, and she is what we're calling an Adremelech warlock. Uh, Adremelech is the uh, fire demon lord in, in the game and the mm-hmm. story. And and you're probably going to hear a lot more of that um, from me, you know, throughout the you know coming months and, and from the team throughout the coming months because we really want to do a push to to bring the story to the forefront and in the past people may have only heard or, or talked about or thought about like the beastmaster or the priest they hadn't, didn't think about like the Joktari beastmaster what what faction they actually were mm-hmm. because there wasn't a lot of things in the game that really like referenced the factions at all but the story the backstory is amazing there in in the organized play kits there there is a continued story that goes through there's been four so far we're actually just about to come out with a fifth one and then right on the heels of that a couple months after that will be a sixth one um but it's it's an organized play kit that the retailers can get um and it involves some custom uh, foil stamped cards, so you can get uh, cards that you play with normally in the game, but you get maybe uh, either alternate art or you get um, foil stamps on them, kind of give you awesome. that little collectible, you know, yeah. collectability of it. It doesn't doesn't change the game, you know. It's not like you're going to have a sword that's more powerful than my sword, but you kind of have a little bit again of, of customization, you know, to show that you know you've been competing in, in leagues and stuff like that. Um, but the yeah the the story is going to come to the forefront. You know the story around Forged and Fire is that the uh, the Anvil Throne Dwarves have have built up this wealth in their their mines uh, of minerals and gems and all these different things. And and Adremelech has uh, coveted it and basically you know gone to its end to capture that and 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 take it for his own so that he can control it. So there, there's going to be a lot of you know offensive aggressive stuff inside of the set, and I'm really excited about i'm really looking forward to it yeah I, I sometimes i wish my webcam was on so you could see how big my smile is right now I'm so, <laughs> i am so stoked for that it's 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 unbelievable i have um i've demoed mage wars quite a few times and we recently i recently gave out a copy of it uh on the channel for yeah. i think hitting 200 facebook uh likes i think that's what a big thing was yep um and yep. Uh, which was a was just a cool accomplishment and um uh, the kid that got it, he he he. As soon as I saw him walk into the store, he was carrying it because it just got delivered that day, and he was smiling. He That's saw awesome. me, and I shook his hand, and we met. And uh, you know, it was, he's like, "Do you want you want to play a game?" I was like, "Absolutely." And um, there That's was a guy. Cool. Yeah, That's there, really cool. There was a guy behind him that was like, "Oh man, Mage Wars, that game's so complex." And I just looked at him. <laughs> and I was like, "No." And I was like, here, sit down. So I sat both of them down. I showed them how to play. And then from there, I played four or five turns with them. And I was like, do you want to swap me seats? And then I let the other guys sit down and play. And we just had a mm-hmm. great time, man. It was just one of those games. And it's also one of those games that's it's, it's really impressive to see out on the table, especially if you're in a card yeah. shop with a bunch of Magic players. And they see you unfold yeah. this big board and have all these tokens and these creatures all over this board. And you're rolling dice. And they're like, what is going on over there? 
Um, yeah, it's pretty exciting to watch. Yeah. It's um, it, it's it's really it's a very beautiful game. I love the artwork that we have on the cards, and some of the artwork coming in Forge and Fire is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, and and you know we just announced at Gamma, so Forge and Fire is uh, coming out around Origins time frame uh, later in the summer, mm-hmm. uh, and after that we already have plans for the next two mages, and the the next Ooh. two mages are actually going to be brand new. Uh, neither of them have been in the arena before, and I am thrilled about both of them. Uh, but there's one that I'm just personally like attached to. You know, like we were talking about before, <laughs> where people are like, they got that one mage, right? Yeah. The one thing that they love and they want to customize. And I think this one will probably be mine for for quite some time to play with. Um, but the the next set after Forge and Fire, uh, which will come out later in the year, is going to be a Paladin versus Siren. And it is unbelievably cool stuff. We're going to have, you know, the the holy warrior of, you know, a guy that deals and heals. You know, he's going to be dealing a lot of damage offensively Mm -hmm. and healing a lot of uh, damage from himself and potentially a partner, you know, if you're you're playing two-on-two. Yeah. And then a siren who is an underwater warrior, and, and she has command of so many unique and cool things that are, are just going to be wild. Um, Sounds like uh, so Siren we, will be able to uh, charm or maybe temptation or something like that as well. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. I, I can't give away anything yet, but it's, uh, yeah, it, if you could picture, um, it, it's kind of like, Aquaman's girlfriend with an attitude is the okay. easiest way to describe it. And it looks so my wife really good. <laughs> if you're Aquaman, I don't know. So it's um, it's really cool. I'm really excited about it because it's it's again it's something different, right? It it takes something that is it's n- n- familiar with the paladin and and people know that from that archetype. But if somebody said you know mystical fantasy, you know dwarves and warlords and things like that, sirens may not come to mind. And and the stuff that I've already seen from this is amazing looking. So I'm really I'm really excited to get something that that's familiar to people and something that's that's new to people as well. Uh, and and we've got some plans um, around Gen Con uh, to maybe have some some pretty cool things in our booth at Gen Con. Um, not necessarily to have Paladin versus Siren at Gen Con, um, but we will have some pretty cool promotional things. Uh, can't talk about it yet, but just stay tuned, and, and there will be some really cool things coming for that as well. Oh, man. Again, can't wait. Absolutely can't wait. That's going to be so cool. Um, you know, yeah. a couple years ago, I remember Will Wheaton did a, a vlog, or maybe it was not the vlog or whatever you want to, whatever he called Who? that thing. Who? Will Wheaton? Uh, he's, Who are you talking about? No, no I'm kidding. A, uh, <laughs> he's an internet celebrity. I don't know. He, he's not very well known in the in the game. Yes, game. yes. Um, no, yeah. Will Will is wonderful. Yes. <laughs> he um he he talked something about uh, the games that he really enjoys, and it's something that I really uh, took to whenever he's describing it. And again, I'm paraphrasing <laughs> probably pretty poorly his wording, but um, he talked about gaming games that are really good often balanced a level of luck and strategy. Um, so that mm-hmm. way, it's it's something that you could easily bring to somebody else, um, but you couldn't necessarily mop the floor with them because there's always a chance that they'll get the luck. And I think that's something right. Mage Wars has just blended absolutely wonderfully. Um, again, Thank you. Yeah, that's I would agree. You you lose a, a mechanic that I hate, which is drawing from a deck, um, and mm-hmm. you you supplement the luck value with the damage rolls. 
Um, yes. Which is which is just perfect. I mean, it's just one of those things that uh, I remember looking at one of my good friends, Matt uh, Gary, um, who will probably be on the podcast sometime in the future. Um, <laughs> but he, he plays Mage Wars with me quite a bit. And we've got this going uh, long-going feud. Anytime I beat him, I'll take a picture of him. I'll put it on my channel wall uh, on Facebook. And I'll just, just talk as much trash about him as I can. Um, but, That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But he's... Um, he had one time he had turtled up in the, just in the corner of a spot, and he, he was playing the priestess, um, and he was just he had all these clerics out, and they were just praying, and of course he was just pumping out a bunch of big creatures from there. Um, so I rushed in on him, and I took a lot of damage coming in because he had a couple archers, and um, I had I had something like eight combat die, and I was like, oh man, you're done. Wow. Like this is this is you're it's just, you're over. This is, 16 damage possibly um, versus zero. I'm sure that'll get around eight or so. You've got about seven left. This is you, this is going to be a, a GG. And I rolled almost all blanks but one. <laughs> and, nice. Uh, and he just he just grinned at me, and it was just like I could see him. Uh, I could literally just see my wizard just rolling his eyes at me at that point. Like, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Very it was, nice. Yeah. It was the, one of those moments. That the rolls are great, really you know? cool. The the way that the armor works in the game, the way the critical damage works in the game, and, and all of that, it, it comes together really nicely. Yeah, and the effect, the, and, adding that effect die is another one of those things that's just perfect. Yes, I hate that effect die. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, I have lost so many games just because of that effect die. Um, I have a friend of mine who I play with who's been on our, our videos on Crits Happen a lot, uh, Crack and Dan, and oh, yeah, it's yeah. amazing how good he is with the effect die. Um, I mean, I love it. I love the, the concept of, you know, you make an attack and, and based on how impactful the attack was, you know, something else could happen. And mm-hmm. uh, Kraken Crack, Crack Dan has a wizard, um, and, and he calls it the Lightning Thief, and it is ridiculous of a spell book. It, it is, he can control so much of the map, and even if you get into an area where you can hurt him, he's going to roll so much damage against you, and even if he doesn't roll damage against you, he's going to daze you or stun you. And it's amazing that every time, like, he, he could have something that says you have to roll a 12 on a D12, and he'll hit it. So it's it's pretty amazing, but it is yeah, it awesome. is a lot of fun. There's so many, and, and to me, that's one of the appealing things about Mage Wars is the majority of people I've talked to that play the game, uh, a lot of them are former Magic players, and, and it scratches that itch for them. Um, but everybody always says that they have a story. They they have that one game or that one moment or something that happened that they, they always remember and they're laughing about, they're joking about with their friends, whether it's two-on-two or one-on-one. And it, that's the cool thing to me. You know, it's it's a game that provides people a great experience, but then also a lasting experience and, and value outside of the game, which is really cool. Yeah, and that's I can echo that a thousand times over. It's, it's just one of those games. Again, it's my favorite for a reason. It's not just because you're on the show. Um, <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's, 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 I mean, it's just great. I and mean, it's one of those games that I really was just, as soon as I, I played two turns of it, I just kind of fell in love with it, and it, and it clicked, and it was almost relieving to know that something out there existed like it. And so to everybody involved in the Mage Wars team, uh, my hat's off to you because it's, it's just a wonderful product. And uh, we're going to be featuring it pretty heavily over the next few months, um, going over some of the different expansions, explaining cool. some different strategies that I have cool. uh, kind of put together and uh, explaining some of the mages and stuff. But 
Um, that's awesome. Well, let us know. We can get them up on the site and, and share it with people as you bring them out. I mean, that that's one of the things. We have a great community. We have an unbelievable community of fans that are on Facebook, that are on Twitter, that are on our forums, and, and they love that stuff. Yeah, they, uh, they eat it when other people are, are doing strategy videos and things like that, which is really, really cool. And and that's great because, you know, the next couple of months we're going to see some really cool things. You know, we, <laughs> we, we're we at Gamma this week. You know, everyone's here in Vegas and we're doing everything at Gamma, uh, which is a, more of a retailer and distributor show. If, if anyone's not familiar with it, it's not like a, a Gen Con or an Origins or anything like that. Um, but we just made some announcements that, you know, we're, we're pretty excited about and we're, we're, we're pretty stoked to see, you know, come to fruition. You know, we, we just announced, um, you know, we're partnering with Dynamite Entertainment, uh, Dynamite Comics, and they're going to be doing a Mage Wars comic book, uh, which is going to be really awesome because, again, you know, we have that, that story and, and so much wealth of just, you know, written knowledge of what's going on inside the world of Etheria that, that this game takes place in. Mm-hmm. And the comic books are going to help bring that to the forefront. They're going to be very creative. I mean, if anyone's ever had a chance to, to see Dynamite Entertainment and Dynamite Comics, they have some really cool comic books and great artists, creative ideas. So we're really excited to be partnering with them and, and get comic books to come out. Uh, I believe right now the first plan is um, a comic book associated with Paladin vs. Siren and kind of telling the story of, you know, why these two are fighting and, and what's going on in the, in the story to bring them into the arena. Um, but that's going to be a really, really cool option for people to, you know, again, kind of deepen their experience inside the world of Mage Wars. Um, and then, you know, as we look to Gen Con, one of the things that I'm really excited about that we announced at, uh, at Gamma here as well, a lot of people have really enjoyed uh, the um, board, the, the 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 playing boards that we came out with in uh, playmat style. So we oh, we came yes. out with two different playmats that were neoprene. You roll them up, and you know they they were still large because again it's a four by three arena. Um, you know in terms of the uh, the the zones, there's there's four zones wide and and, and three zones you know deep. Um, and people love the, the roll-up boards, and we, we had some fan feedback. We, we talked to a lot of people, and we announced recently that we're going to be doing a modular board, which is going to be absolutely amazingly cool. You know, oh, you're going to be able to cool. set up the arena however you want to. There will still be the same number of zones, but, you know, if you want to, like, maybe start off with, you know, kind of like two different corners separated from things, you know, and you have to kind of come down a tunnel, you could do that if you wanted to make, you know, some type of triangular thing where you have, you know, maybe a zone at the top and a zone at the bottom. And there's going to be so many different options for that. And and going with that, we're going to look at uh, scenario packs, you know, some custom tiles maybe that will add things to the... <laughs> casual play, uh, not necessarily in the organized play. That's probably something I should say, you know, while we're, we're bringing out some things that uh, people are going to be able to really get a great experience from casually, uh, we're not going to be changing organized play so drastically, you know, that you have to sit there and go, well, okay, well, the first player gets to place the first map tile, and, you know, so it's not going to be like that at all. But from a casual perspective, it's going to be some really great stuff, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, and, and then even beyond that, right, like, so just as great as Mage Wars is, you know, we've talked about this, you know, for, for pretty much the entire podcast about how awesome it is. Yeah. But there's more. Um, and, and that's one of the reasons that, that I was brought on. And, and when I first started talking with Brian Pope, who's the owner of the company and the creator of Mage Wars, you know, we, we talked about 
world building, you know, making this this world of Etheria bigger than than what people know it to be today, and and letting them really experience the rich story. But then we also started talking about, you know, well, what else could we do beside Mage Wars? And, and what are things that Arcane Wonders, the company, could do to, you know, show people that, hey, we're, we're not just, quote, unquote, the Mage Wars guys, but we're going to be more than that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're looking at later this year, we have a game that uh, we're really excited about. It's going to be a family-friendly game uh, that is going to be called The Sheriff of Nottingham. And it is all based on the Robin Hood universe with a, a different take than most people may expect. Um, but something that's still going to be, uh, you know, family friendly, a, a group thing, you know, two, and, and I think two to, two to three is the minimum. Um, but it's going to go up from there in terms of number of players. And it's going to be really interesting that there's going to be some, some different roles that you could take on inside the Robin Hood universe that you may not have always thought would be uh, interesting to take on. And it's going to be pretty fun. There's there's going to be a lot of different tactics to use in that game. It's going to be very different from Mage Wars. It's going to be not, you know, literally nothing to do with Mage Wars from a, an IP perspective. Uh, but it's going to be a very, very cool game. That That's going to be the first in, in a, a group of games that we're going to be bringing out outside of the Mage Wars universe as well. So, you know, lots, lots of growth from Mage Wars the game and lots of growth from, from Arcane Wonders the company as well. Oh man, that sounds absolutely great, and I wish you guys all the best. Um, definitely, if anybody deserves it, it's you, Talks, and I appreciate. Thank you. Uh, really, again, everything that you've done. It, and it, they may seem like small things to you, but you know, to to me, it, they were they were they were definitely big, and and I appreciate it. Um, well, I'm glad they helped, man. This is that's the beauty of this industry is it is a community, and yeah. you know, you said earlier, you know, you know, giving off the positive energy and getting positive back, you know, that that's really what it's about, in my opinion. And yeah. there are a lot, a lot of really good people in this industry, and it's amazing how people will band together and and you know, knock walls down, which is really cool. <laughs> Definitely, I like that. Um, so you've talked a lot about what you're going to be doing with Mage Wars. Um, what's going to happen with Crits Happen? <laughs> uh, so I'm giving it to Ninja Zack, and he's going to run it full time. <laughs> no, awesome. No. Yeah. He, yeah. Step under the iron thread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's what it would be like. Um, no, not not yet. He's only eight, so I don't I don't think we'll be doing anything like that. But um, no, we're still going to keep it around. Um, I was really excited about this because when I first started talking to Brian about coming on to Major or coming on to Arcane Wonders and working with everybody on the team, it was always in the back of my head that I was going to have to give up uh happen at some point. Uh, I thought just from a, a time perspective, you know, just being able to do everything I'm going to be doing with working with distributors, working with retailers, working with the, the fan base, it was just going to be an overload of work. Um, but in the process of discussions, you know, it came up of, well, what, what would you want to do with crits? What do you think you could do with crits? And what should we do with crits? Uh, and it was really exciting to kind of put it through to where we are right now. So we are staying around. So everyone who knows me as talks and watches crits happen and enjoys crits happen, don't, don't fear. It's still staying there and we're still going to do the same kind of stuff. We're just kind of putting a little bit of a different spin on it. Um, and the main reason why is as much as I know that I could give a genuine review. If I'm working for anyone in the industry, I think there would always be a perceived bias, no matter what, no matter how honest or truthful I was with something, no matter how much I laid out, I think someone somewhere would always say, well, he's giving it that rating because he works for a company, right, or something like that. 
Um, so I wanted to minimize that as much as possible. So we used to do, if anyone's unfamiliar with the show, what we used to do is we do video blogs of uh, board games and um, all different things, and we try to work the, the, the name Crit into everything. We used to do critical reviews, and at the end of those, we would do an overview of a game, talk about how they were, talk about what we liked, and then you know immediately jump into a hardline review. So we would say it's either a crit, a hit, or a miss. And the fans really took to that. I think <clears throat> I think a lot of people were a little frustrated with, like, it's a 7.5. Well, okay, how come that game's a 7.5 and, and that game's an 8? I don't know, because it's a half a point. I have no idea what makes the difference, right? <laughs> but... Yeah. The rating system we came up with, I think, was really good because people really latched onto it and, and enjoyed it. Um, and we're still going to keep that. The difference is we're changing our critical reviews to critiques is what we're going to call them. And we, I think we started about three reviews ago um, with Euphoria, I think, was the first one from um, Stone Mayor Games. And what we do is we do the same thing. We do an overview, talk about the game, talk about what we liked about it. And then instead of us giving a hardline review, we let the fans choose. And we have on our blog, we have a uh, voting poll. People can go online and, and anonymously cast their vote uh, once only. So if you're the publisher of the game, you can't come in and click like a thousand times it's a crit and get a crit on it. Um, <laughs> but you, you can come in and, and vote, you know, if you think it's a crit, a hit or a miss, which is really, really cool. It's, been, it's taken off really well. Uh, we've gotten some really good feedback from people on it, which is really fun. The other thing we've done, um, we are bringing back critical plays uh, because, again, this is a way that I can I can highlight games that I'm playing personally, things that my play group really likes, without having to to get into this game as a crit or a hit or a miss or anything like that. Uh, we can just sit down, play the game, show how it moves, show the rules, and or in our case, sometimes the screw ups uh, and all the fun things in between. Uh, but instead of us just filming those sitting down at a table. We're actually filming them at one of our local game stores. Uh, we have, um, we're, we're very blessed in Austin, and we have a lot of great game stores. And uh, one of them is Wonko's Toys and Games, and they've offered us uh, space. So we have some time to go in there, you know, set up filming lights in the whole nine yards and sit down with a bunch of different people. You know, sometimes we'll uh, have the owner of the store. Sometimes we'll have fans, all, all different types of folks coming in. We just literally, uh, last week we filmed Rampage, which was an absolute blast to play. <laughs> and, um, it's, it's a great way to highlight the games again, right? It's just really, Absolutely. really interesting and entertaining way for people to enjoy it. And then we're also going to be doing lists. You know, we just did the, the list of, uh, that we included you guys on with the top three sites you may not know about. Uh, we're going to be doing lists that are a little different. We're not just going to be, you know, top 10, you know, board games that are, you know, good for, you know, three players or something like that. You know, we, we want to do something different with them. So uh, one that I'm really looking forward to, it's coming up, that I've told a couple people about, is uh, the, the top three games to punch your friend in the face over, which oh, is going to nice. be pretty interesting. You We're trying to... to work on some stunts for that video. I don't know how good that's going to work, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll see how uh, see if anyone survives the, the filming of that. But we want to we do what we call the crit list, where we, we highlight things that are different and things that people haven't seen before. For because this industry is phenomenal. You know, as, as great as Mage Wars may be, as great as other games may be that are, are hugely popular and worldwide popular, there are a lot of hidden gems that are, are tucked away, and, and to be able to highlight those for people is a really cool thing. And, and you know me, I, I just like talking about board games. I, I play oh, board sure. games almost every night. 
whether it's card games or dice games or, or board games of any type, I play all the time. And I just like talking about it. I like talking about theory crafting. I like talking about combos. I like talking about, you know, what people can do from a design perspective. You know, one of, one of the things that Ninja Zack and I love to do, and we even did this after one game of teaching in Mage Wars, is, is we, we try to come up with our own rules to break things and, and, and ways to, to change the system and stuff. So it's, for our case, it's a family affair. So, but, uh, as, as most people know who are, are part of this, this great hobby and great industry, it's, it, it's a really social type atmosphere, which is really cool. So. Uh, again, uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I'm excited that it's going to be able to, Offer me the opportunity to grow a great game and a great company, and and still keep my my personal passion, you know, with talking about board games with crits as well. It's, it's really kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, that's that's great, man. Uh, I had a couple quick questions for you that I've they've really wanted to talk to you about. Um, okay, this is kind of forty two blue and Christopher Columbus. Did any of those answer them? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I'm done here. Uh, that's okay, it. beautiful. <laughs> what what? Is... That's it, folks. Thanks for joining. <laughs> <laughs> what's the first What's the first game you played that really kind of took you back and uh, made you made you realize everything that could be in gaming? Um. Wow, that's a hard one. Um, so, so not are you talking about like the first game that like got me into board gaming, or the first game that maybe that not even board like gaming, always... just just gaming in general? Maybe it was a video game, maybe it was a tabletop Ooh. RPG, maybe it was a board game that kind of, but something that really kind of so awakened. I'm really the, gonna the geek that is talks. I'm really gonna date myself here, probably, which is fine because I'm bald and everybody knows I'm old. So pong. Um, no, well, I did have pong. <laughs> I, I remember pong. Um, I, I have owned almost every video game system that has been made in America, except for in television, because a friend of mine had it, and I hated, I hated the original. That's the one with that. the, uh, the controller just... that had uh, the one, two, three, four, five on it, right? Or something. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a was... weird calculator thing, and yeah. you know, I was like, I hated math at that age, and I was like, whatever, you know. So, <laughs> um, that you know, I played video games all the time when I was a kid, and I loved it. Uh, ironically, I never like when when I look at board games, I never played Dungeons and Dragons until I was twenty three years old. Hmm. Um, which was amazing because I had friends who played it like die hard when I was in high school. You know, they were they were in the basement, they were doing everything. They they and, and it looked cool. It's just for whatever reason they never asked me to play. I never wanted to play, and I always had something else going on. I was always very busy as a teenager and, and had a lot happening. So um, I never played D and D. A lot of people always think it's D and D and and and. And that's like that kind of genre, but it, it really wasn't. The first game that got me competitive, like when I think about like just sitting down and always wanting to play a game all the time, was a video game on the Nintendo Entertainment System. And it was, uh, if I remember right, it was called Pro Wrestling. And it was like 8-bit, you know, 2D professional wrestling with these terrible characters. I, I think I remember and that game, yeah. There was, I think there was a guy called the King, if I remember right, and he had like this like mandible claw thing that like the Von Erichs <laughs> used to do, and it was such a bad game, but it was such a great game because my friends and I latched onto this, and we would literally have tournaments like all Friday night, all day Saturday, and we would just fight the bejesus out of each other, and it was so much fun, um, and 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 that was probably maybe around the same time that I uh, I stumbled onto Hero Quest. 
as a board game. And uh, Hero Quest, I I remember picking it up, and uh, a friend of mine had a copy, and and he told me about it, and he said to me, he goes, hey, it's like D&D, but it's a little more streamlined, and Mm -hmm. it's it's bored, and and it's okay, you know, because back then when when we were, you know, when I had friends playing D&D, and I, I, I would go to their houses, there were no miniatures, right? Like there, sure. there were like just little cardboard cutouts on plastic pieces, or or better yet, I remember people like drawing on dry erase boards and stuff. Like <laughs> you know, that was the map and everything. There was the technology now is amazing, but but I remember HeroQuest and and HeroQuest was like the game for me where uh, there were so many complex rules, but so many logical rules, and and it just took me by storm that I was like, wait a minute, you could. You can play as the bad guy. You can you can be you can fight the heroes. You can do this. You can you can hide things in the dungeon. It was like it was really really cool to me. And and I latched on and played that game forever. I, I mean, we played like at least three or four times a week. And then I loved it. And I still am very mad at my mother for throwing out my copy when I moved wow. to Texas. I, I completely blame her. But that's a that's a longer story for a taller beer, as I say. So. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, we're right about 40 minutes. We generally like to keep these things right at a half hour. So, uh, Tom, okay. I definitely appreciate your time today, man. Uh, thank you so much. I know you're an incredibly busy man, and it's uh, it's always nice to uh, to hear from you, buddy. Uh, no worries. Like I said, you know, as you do more stuff with Mage Wars, let us know. We'll, we'll get it up on the site. And, you know, we, we're big fans of what you're doing with Let's Level Up. I think you got a really good thing there going between the video games and the board games. And uh, and we really appreciate the time. And uh, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. Absolutely, man. Is, is there anything you want to uh, tell the listeners uh, before we uh, before we say goodbye here? Yes. Play Mage Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Better yet, buy Mage Wars. Um, sure, you though. Once your, you play it, you yeah, will buy it. Yeah, you can, I'm sure you could find it at your local gaming stores. If they don't have it, I'm sure they can order it. And I actually saw it. And again, I'm in San Angelo, Texas, which is a little town of about 96,000 people. And uh, I saw it at our local Hastings, uh, which, awesome. is, which is completely strange to see something like that in a store that is not one of our hobby stores. Um, which that's was, awesome. I, it was a, again, I thought it was awesome. So, um, yeah, yeah, you can get it, uh, you know, on our website, you can go to, uh, arcanewonders.com or magewars.com and uh, you can go to the store and get it there. Most friendly local game stores have it as well. Uh, several online, you know, retailers will have it also. Uh, and we have the base game. We have several expansions that are out. We have several spell tomes. We've got, uh, a lot of different customizable options for you from, you know, the spell books to extra markers for, you know, third and fourth players. Mm-hmm. So you can play two on two. There's just a ton of stuff that's out there. And, and like I said, it's even going to get better. You know, this next year is going to be absolutely phenomenal. So, uh, yeah, play Mage Wars, buy Mage Wars and, uh, you know, engage online, you know, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and, and connect with us on the forums. Yeah, and you can uh, follow Talks at Crits Happen on Twitter. You can also follow Let's Level Up at Let's Level Up. All of our information for social media is at letslevelup.net. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Again, uh, we're going to try to do another one of these in a couple weeks. Um, So until then, please tell your friends about the podcast. Tell your friends about the channel. Subscribe if you haven't. Rate and review the show on Stitcher and iTunes if you have yet to do that. And above all else, game on.